Kia ora, I'm Andrew Whiteside. In this interview, I'm speaking with Brenda James, a New Zealand author, about her book Believe, which was published in 2022. It's about how new leaders can step up into their full potential. Brenda is a leadership and career development specialist and the founder of Leadership Reboot. She coaches clients to reach three key outcomes, increased uh, leadership confidence, more cohesive teams, and higher workplace well-being. But her philosophies can be used by anyone in their life. And in this interview, I talked to Brenda about her work and how her own life journey uh, influenced her work. Brenda, really nice to talk to you today. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Now, your background, you've been coaching uh, people and you've been in, in recruitment for over 20 years. That's a long time. You've racked up a lot of experience in that time, I imagine. I have racked up a lot of experience. And uh, your company is Leadership Reboot. Uh, what, what is the main focus of that? What, what do you do? The main focus is I work with leaders at all levels, but I tend to uh, spend a lot of time coaching new and developing leaders. Uh, step into you know a greater role a leadership role and often when they're given that opportunity because they're good at what they do they come with you know a shaky not all of them but a good good number of them some shaky confidence to to know and trust that they can do a good job and and leadership is a very broad term in a sense isn't it it can mean lots of things to to different people what in in and in essence, what do you think leadership means? What, what's the core qualities of it? I certainly think it's that ability to inspire a team, you know, inspire them to achieve some goals. Um, and, it, and it's normally in the context of business. I mean, the work I do is in the context of business. But leadership is also how any person chooses to lead their life. Uh, I know that um, with my book, it's impacted people who aren't even in business leadership roles. But I think the ultimate definition of leadership is that ability to influence and inspire others to become their best selves, you know, helping them develop skills, achieve those goals, really supporting them along the way. Uh, now, you mentioned the book, which is called Believe, How uh, New Leaders Step Up and Into Their Full Potential. Uh, what was the main reason you wanted to write this book? Uh, there were two reasons. One um, that really supercharged me was uh, there's only me in my business and mm-hmm. there's only so many hours in a day that I can coach people. <laughs> yeah. And I was getting really good results you know, people were embracing the messages that I shared and I wanted to get it out there to more people. Um, The second one was to let people know I'm here so that they can have access to me, which thankfully it has, you know, brought brought some new people into my circle, which is great. Yeah. Um, I I do want to cover uh, your own story, which has inspired your work and led you sort of into doing this kind of work. But before we do, I just wanted to uh, dig into the book a little bit. A a large portion of it is designed uh, to get the reader to understand self-doubt and how it can sabotage us and also Mm. develop self-awareness, which which when I say that sounds really simple, but of course it's complex because human beings are complex, right? Absolutely. So tell me about self-doubt. Why do you think it is so um, pervasive? Where, where does it come from? Oh, it often comes from deep down inside and it can be linked 
to so many influences throughout our whole lives. You know, things we've seen, heard, our beliefs, our inner critic, you know, is developed. And um, I was, that was part of why I uh, wrote it too, was that I was actually really surprised at the percentage of people that set a goal at the beginning of their coaching to develop more confidence. And really, really needed it. Yeah, I guess the as children we are socialised uh, to behave, which which is important. You know, no one's denying mm-hmm. it's not important. But what we hear uh, as as very small children is a lot of no and don't do that. And so mm-hmm. we, I guess, we have to in order to be socialised, we have to internalise a lot of that. And for many of us, that actually maybe goes a bit too far, doesn't it? And it, it causes us to question ourselves. Oh, for sure. And then we, we get similar messages when we enter into the workplace if we have a leader who just doesn't have the skill to empower and encourage people. And, and you know, they're only doing the best they can. But we can get some of those messages repeated in the workplace. And, and I guess it can also come from colleagues at the same level, isn't it? Can't it? Very much so. Very much so. So, um, actually, before I again, before I ask you about your your own story, there, there was a number of quotes, and I'll, I'll mention one of them that I really liked in the book. And it's like, when you lack belief, you look for evidence that your self doubt is right, so you find it. Yes. And that that yes. was really quite profound. What what made you put that in there? Uh, I have been studying thoughts and thinking since my daughter was wee little, so well over twenty years now. And so I've had plenty of experiences and time to get proof that what we focus on grows. What we look for, we see. Um, We absolutely do. And, you know, my goal often with a client or my wish for them is that they experience that once early on our coaching journey. So they go, oh, my gosh, it's true. It's right. It's like when you buy a red car and suddenly you see red cars everywhere. Yes, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. We absolutely get what we look for and what we focus on grows. Hmm. Quite extraordinary, isn't it? But but also, yeah. but also, I guess, affirming from, from the flip side of that is quite affirming, that if you do get yourself and your clients to think around more positive ways, then mm. the reverse is true then, isn't it? You, you start to focus on that and, and start to see more and more good things in, in one's life. Yeah, for sure. And we really, it's when the emotion follows that that our vibration actually changes and we we just launch into a a new level. And like you said at the start, it is quite complex Mm. and it's it's an ongoing journey. It's not a one-and-done achievement. We have to – this is a lifestyle yeah, I was, I was going to ask you a little, a little bit later about that in the in the how to improve kind of things, but but you're absolutely right. It's a little bit like eating well and going to the gym, isn't it? You can't just do it yeah. once. <laughs> You've got it. So focusing on your uh, your well being in what in the wider sense is something that has to be constant throughout life. Yes, yes, for sure. And there will be curveballs that come to give us a little test occasionally. Yeah. Um, so let, let's talk about your your own journey. So you mm. uh, you had some some issues throughout your life, particularly around self uh, self doubt and others. W- what can you share with me about that and and what you've learned from that experience? Yeah, look, it's it's easy in hindsight 
to have a look and, and see quite a story in that. I mean, it started for me with a little bit of bullying. And I suppose I say a little bit, but if I really go back to that space, I realised it was bigger than I gave credit for at the time. Or knew how um, to cope with? Oh, definitely didn't know how to cope mm. with it. And felt really singled out too. Um, and then, you know, a few a few icky experiences with boys um, in my late teens. Uh, so that wasn't, you know, don't need to go into any detail, but mm-hmm. definitely impacted. Um, I... Gosh, sometimes I feel like, you know, at that stage in my life, I just had this uh, inner critic that just lived Mm. loudly inside of me. Uh, For me, I sadly got into a, you know, uh, abusive marriage. Um, So that was an experience. I am an alcoholic in recovery. Yeah. <laughs> so add that to the mix. I've been I've been sober for well over a decade now, and um, so you know add that to the mix, and my head was a bit crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and on it goes financially. GSC, I lost everything. That one really rocked me because I felt like uh, a really huge failure um, at that time, but. It also launched me probably to the uh, deepest digging I'd ever done to finally get strong. And I bet that digging was quite painful, yeah? Very painful. And, you know, I kind of, um, you know, one thing for me that happened quite recently, and I'm talking four months ago, is unexpectedly my partner of eight years asked for a separation. And, you know, within a week, there was a new woman on the scene. Wow. And so I, you know, I've kept, it was right on book launch time. I've kept (laughs) going through it. I've done interviews, I've written articles. But do you know what? I, I can hand on my heart say that I turned to my own advice in my own book Mm -hmm. to, to feel strong again. And genuinely four months down the track while I'm still having moments, I feel I feel good, I feel strong, I feel confident. Um, I've looked at I've looked at my part in it and I've done some healing. Um, but that's why I know it's not a one and done achievement. And, you know, I definitely looked at my thinking and gosh, what thoughts were I having to attract that sort of experience into my life? And I've done a lot of writing around it. So I <laughs> You know, and I kind of, I thought, wow, okay, I didn't really need an example that this stuff worked, but there <laughs> you go. And and I think I have so much more empathy, even that I did. I already had a lot, but even more for the change that I'm, you know, wanting to influence my clients to make. I, I, I just got a fresh reminder of how complex and tough this can be. You've lived but it. Once, <laughs> You've lived it. Yeah, yeah, once you step over it into that new space, though, like, you know, it takes people a long time to get over what I've just been through. And I know I had that. I had that indestructible inner strength. It, it's, it's fascinating looking back, isn't it? Because um, when you were younger, uh, the, the alcohol, I, I, I guess you could say that it was self-medication, it was the, it sure. was the one thing that you had that you felt would help you through it, it, it no matter 
you know, how destructive alcohol can be in people's lives, but it got you through it. Mm. uh, And, and now all of the experiences that you've had and that exploration of who you are has led you to a place where now you have resilience. That That's a remarkable journey, isn't it, really? You know what? I'm going to agree with you now. People used to, uh, I think two months ago, a few of my friends were saying, you're amazing. Mm-hmm. And I felt like saying, I don't want to hear that I'm amazing. <laughs> I, just, I would rather have not gone through it. But now a few more months down the track, mm. I'm, I'm like, actually, yes. Yes, I am very resilient. Um and it doesn't mean you don't experience, you know, the yin and yang of life, but it does mean that you've got that inner strength to tap into. And even if you can't, you know, heal from something immediately, you've got that knowing that you will. And so for me, the inner critic didn't stay very long this mm-hmm. time. Th- th- that's actually one of the most important things, isn't it, to, to remind ourselves, particularly as we get older, with all that experience, We've been through things before, and we've mm. survived. Yeah. And uh, so I applaud that. I think that's fantastic. It, it's it's one of the things, when you were younger, you didn't quite have the skills that you needed to get to get through unscathed. Um, and, no. you know, the other thing I was going to say to you, um, do you feel now uh, in your life that you recognize – I have to feel this rather than try and block it out when something negative happens. Yes, and that's something that I really embraced, really embraced. That's something I seemed to know more this time than ever before. It's just to sit with those raw feelings, be on my own and and allow it to process in whichever way it needed to. And um, I did a lot of that. Uh, I, I had the space to do a lot of that. In fact, you know, my calendar opened up the first few days after I uh, left our home. Uh, People were postponing appointments and I'm like, that's just uncanny. Mm. I really need that space. Yeah. 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 Fascinating, isn't it? Mm. Mm. So um, I'd just like to dig in a little bit in how how do you recover? So in the book, you um, offer suggestions uh, on how people mm. can uh, move through, uh, face face their self doubt, face their fears, uh, and gain self awareness and move through that. In a nutshell, what what are the, the the main things that you think is important that have helped you and that you've put in this book to help others? The the primary one is that self awareness. Really get to know yourself. What are you thinking? What are your thinking patterns? What are your habits? You know, um, because then you'll see, you'll see what the inner critic's saying. You'll see how you're sabotaging yourself. It's really about, and I, I offer a, um, a thoughts journal to my clients so that they can actually reflect on their thoughts, um, at least, you know, for a week, um, daily. So they can really see the patterns. There will be patterns that you'll identify. I noticed um, some of the things you talk about. You, ju- you just mentioned journaling there, um, and uh, but you offer some concrete steps, um, including things around diet and exercise, but also dealing mm. with difficult situations um, mm. and developing that self awareness. So you've got some very specific steps that people go- can go through 
to explore who they are, what they believe in, what the scripts are, I guess, in their, that are mm. going on in, on in their minds. Um, and that's made a big difference for you in your life. So you, you're not yes. just, you're not just um, putting these in. You've actually lived this. I and I still do, um, and I think that's really important. You know, self care was another thing that got me through. Um, you know, that movement and understanding what it does for the mind when we feed our bodies good nutrition, it actually does impact our mind. Um, the the vital importance of good sleep. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I when I learned about sleep and how it impacted us when we didn't get good sleep, I just had to share it as part of all mm-hmm. my programs. Yeah. Um, so it's it's just so vitally important to, to look after ourselves first. And the amount of people that I talk to who have become busy in a leadership role and put their well-being regime on hold uh, is phenomenal, and yet it's so important. It, it really should be put in people's diaries to attend to this every, at least you know a few times a week, though, isn't it? Because people think, oh, yeah. I'm too busy, I'm too busy to attend to that. And in actual fact, mm. they then start to suffer, don't they? Yeah, very much so. And with regard to the tools that are available throughout the book, it was just important to me that I didn't write a book and leave people thinking, oh, well, how do I do that? <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. it's like, well, here's, here's a tool you can use. You know, the, the challenge is, do it. Use it. <laughs> uh, and and you mentioned gratefulness, which I know in my own life is is a really really important thing to re- to remind yeah. ourselves of what uh, what we have. It, no matter even if it's really simple and seems small, oh, yes. but I'm grateful for this. It's actually very powerful and profound. More than people know. And if you ring my phone and get the answer message, the end of it says, and I'd love to know one thing you're grateful for today. It's, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I actually introduced this to my li- uh, to my life about four and a half years ago, and I've done it every single day ever since. I now have an A4 journal, and I write a full A4 page just on gratitude every morning. Wow. I did not I did not miss one day after my recent um, experience. Mm-hmm. And, and I just, and if I can find 10 things, and I go minimum 10, if I can find 10 things to be grateful for when I'm going through an emotional upheaval, then... Anyone can find three. Yeah. Um, There's a couple of other quotes I want to just mention too. And uh, you talk about uh, people running on autopilot in terms of Mm. their thoughts, reactions, emotions. And it's so true. I remember remember reading somewhere ages ago that um, scientists believe that we, uh, every day, the thoughts that we have are usually 60 to 70% the same thoughts we had the day before. And they're often it's negative. Actually, it's actually uh, up around 90. Is it up, up to 90, which yeah. is kind of scary. And I'll just read yeah. the, the, this quote uh, from the book. When you're on autopilot for so long, you forget you're on autopilot. So before you know it, you've developed a whole load of habits, routines, and impulses and no longer control them. They control you. That was another moment when I was reading the book. I was just thinking, wow, that is so true. It is so true. And again, that self-awareness and digging to, uh, you know, really get more insight into ourselves, how we think, how we tick, how we behave, we'll uncover some of that. And that can be really, really powerful. And it takes effort again. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to just take one small step at a time, not try and, you know, do everything at once. We're kind of often in a hurry when we want to undertake Mm self-development. 
Yes, that's right. It's almost like I want to jump that hurdle and then forget it, but but we can't. <laughs> we can't forget it. Um, no. Now the, the other the other quote is something I have um, been aware of for many years, and it's um, <laughs> it's actually a, a, a little bit scary, really, because it's almost like turning the mirror on oneself. And it's this: um, unless you learn to face your own shadows, you will continue to see them, and in I think in or and others, because the world outside you is only a reflection of the world inside you <laughs> I know I know well in my with my uh, healing hat on which I've done a lot of uh, study and research in it's like that's that vibration thing right you can mm-hmm. only bring to you the level that you're vibrating at and that's exactly <laughs> it you know if we've and if we look life just works this way mm-hmm. I some people some people can explain the neuroscience behind this but I can't um, but it's like if we, again, it's that what you focus on, you get. Well, yeah. we can be focusing on it subconsciously too. Yeah. And I, 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 when I read that, it was a reminder because I've heard similar concepts before and I was thinking, yeah, so when I'm thinking about that person and I'm being really critical because of blah, 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 and it's like, hmm, yeah. how much Go of that is in me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go to the mirror. I think if you, uh, if you interviewed my ex-partner yeah. and asked him which comment he hated the most, it's like, Go to the mirror. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, look, I really, uh, I really love the book, and I'm going to do some of the exercises because uh, I think they're really fantastic. And um, mm. so, so thank you for writing it and uh, and for being upfront and honest about your your own journey. I think it's really yeah. important. We all need to be open, even if it's just to ourselves, about what our um, what our stuff is, right? For sure. And I think one of the reasons I don't mind being open is because um, I will often, you know, say to a leader when they've got stuff out, I'll say, look, most people at some stage in their leadership career have that. You're not alone. And they're like, really? We don't realize what other people are going through. We judge our insides by other people's outsides. And it's like, just to be a little bit open and go, hey, I've lived through some stuff. You know, not much is going to shock me. Um, it just, I don't know, it, it opens up pe- other people to opening up. Well, well exactly. And um, you've just reminded me, you, you talk in the book about developing self-belief and there's, there's techniques on, on how to do that. And self-belief versus bravado, where bravado is the opposite <laughs> yeah. of that, where you're actually covering up and pretending that yeah. things are okay and that and that's never a good thing no because people people feel they feel our energy even mm. if they don't realize they do yeah that was Brenda James talking about her fabulous book, Believe, which takes the reader on a journey of self-discovery and change. It's one I've read and I highly recommend it. Now, on my website, you'll find plenty of interviews, reviews and lots of my opinion. I cover the arts and entertainment industry and the LGBTQ communities. All of that on andrewwhiteside.com. While there, you can sign up for my regular newsletters. And if you want to support my journalism, you can do so by buying me a coffee. Links to that are also on the website. I am Andrew Whiteside. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you soon.